Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ganwa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. Welcome, everybody, to the new month, December. And I just want to remind you that this month will begin our 700 series. That's the 700 Fleshonomic series. Last month, we focused on the sixth pillar and the sixth warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce. And as you guys know, the sixth pillar, of course, is the social pillar where God called you to be a peacemaker. Once you're a peacemaker, that will help you make peace in your marriage so that you don't have to experience divorce and you can live happily ever after with your one flesh well. So this month, I want to welcome everybody. Welcome to the new month. And this month, we are in the final series, which is the seven series, 700 series. And it's the seventh pillar and the seventh warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce. Now, for those of you who are just listening in or listening in for the first time, a pillar is a support. If you ever looked at um, Roman columns and pillars in the old architectural drawings, those are, it's like columns, two columns or three columns, however many they are. It helps to support a building or edifice. That's another name for a building. When you have pillars, there are supports that you put in place to help that building stand up and it helps to keep the structure firmly in place. That's what we're talking about, spiritually speaking, for your one flesh marriage. The seventh pillar is the pillar that is going to help support you while you're going through your marriage and to help you avoid divorce. The seventh warning sign, which is the last warning sign that your marriage could be headed on divorce, is when your hubby or wifey actually files for divorce. Of course, that's the big red flag. That's the most prominent red flag or warning that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce. Now, remember, what did I just say? The seventh warning or the seventh warning sign is that your marriage could be on the verge of divorce. That doesn't mean that it has to end in a divorce. This is just your warning sign or your red flag. So the biggest red flag that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce, of course, it's when your hubby or wifey files for divorce. They actually take up a pen or a pencil, whatever it is, and they go ahead and put in the divorce papers. They actually file for divorce. They're filing for divorce. That's your biggest warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce. Now, in order for any one flesh couple to avoid divorce and live happily ever after with their one flesh spouse, do you know what you have to do? I know you can't wait to hear this, but you must embrace the culture of Jesus Christ. That's the producer of your one flesh marriage. That is the maker 
of your one flesh married. That is the flesh mature, the one who brought you together as one flesh. That's why I call him the flesh mature. He's the one that brought you two together as one flesh. When you embrace his culture, then you can avoid divorce even if you have that warning sign where your hubby or wifey has actually filed for divorce. Let me give you an example of what I mean when I'm talking about the cultural pillar, which is the seventh pillar that you must use if you want to live happily ever after with your one flesh boss. Let me help you understand it. Let me help you get bring this home to you, okay? Seven years ago, I was diagnosed with colorectal cancer or cancer in my colon. And I got advice from a gastroenterologist to get surgery to remove the cancerous tumor that was in my colon. I didn't want to settle for just his advice or opinion. So I went and I got a second opinion. I went to Rush University in Chicago so I could get a second opinion. When the doctor told me the same thing, they recommended that I do surgery to remove the cancer. I now was stuck with two choices to make. I have two choices to make at this point. So do I subscribe? This is my first choice. Do I subscribe to the American culture where I was at that time? I was living in America and I was wondering, do I subscribe to their culture, which is to submit to six months of chemo, because that's what the recommendation was, that I do six months of chemotherapy using the Flowflux drug, that is the standard drug that they use to treat this kind of cancer. I would be getting this treatment for six months and then um they will be giving me whatever treatments i need for whatever side all the side effects that come with it such as you know losing my hair or numbness in my hands and weakened bone marrow and all this all this other stuff there are a lot of side effects that would come with this if i were to subscribe to this treatment or I could go the other way around. I could do the other route. I could go the non-traditional route, which is to seek the advice and counsel from the most radical and the most controversial doctor in the world. The first option, which most people are used to, and this is what most people do, will be quick. It will be only six months. And the problem would be over and then I would probably recover from all the side effects and whatever and the treatment and all of that. But the second option will last about a year, could be longer, depending on whether I cooperate with it or not. But it didn't come with any of the side effects that the first one is and it, I was, it was guaranteed to work. I don't, know if, I don't know if you are getting what I'm trying to say. I have those two options. Guess which one I chose? I chose a second option by fate. That is, I decided to subscribe to the culture of Jesus Christ. The one who put me and my husband together as one flesh. I decided to embrace a culture of faith. I was going to believe God that if he 
is truly the Lord God Almighty as he said he is, then he could help me get cured of this cancer without the side effects that the first option gave me. And yes, it may take a year or more, but his is going to guarantee to work. This culture that I'm talking about is one that is lived by faith. The Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. That's the culture I decided to embrace when I had colorectal cancer. And thank God, as I speak today, I have no, absolutely no cancer in my body. I am scheduled to go and get some more tests, um, which is the norm for someone who has been through cancer. I'm scheduled to get some more tests later on down the road to just to check up on me and see if everything is going well still. And I believe it is. So what am I trying to say? When you're in a one flesh marriage and you see the red flag come up, your hubby or your wifey has actually, you've heard about it or they've told you about it, that they have filed for divorce. In order for you to avoid divorce and still live heavily ever after with your one foot spouse, you have got to embrace the culture of the Lord God Almighty. That culture is, the, is big on faith. Because the instructional manual tells us without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anybody who comes to God must believe that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you diligently seek God almighty concerning your one flesh marriage, even if your hubby or wifey has filed for divorce, you must embrace the culture of faith, believing that Jesus Christ, the Lord God Almighty, can turn any dark situation around for his glory, even if it is as dark as a divorce paper is being filed. Even if it is that dark, even if it is that gross, even if it is that bad. So, who am I talking that we need to embrace? Embrace? Embrace the Lord God Almighty, a.k.a. Jesus Christ, a.k.a. the flesh mature, the one who made you one flesh with your spouse, a.k.a. the producer of your one flesh marriage, the one who produced the union between you and your hubby. We must embrace the culture of faith. Faith in who? Faith in the flesh motor, a.k.a. the Lord God Almighty. Faith in what? Faith in Him, Jesus Christ, the one who made you one flesh. Faith in His ability to stop divorce and keep you living happily ever after with your one flesh power. If you are unaware of this culture, and would like to know more about how you can embrace it or you would like to learn more how you can embrace it, just hold tight. Just hold tight. I have some instructions and I have another episode, part B, 
is coming up to let you know how you can embrace and what you need to do to embrace this culture. All right, hang in there. Just stay with me. I know you're going to get this and you're really going to enjoy it. All right, so don't don't go away. I'll be right back. Thank you again for listening to One Flesh for Life. You must embrace the culture of Jesus Christ. And this part B is going to help you understand that. All right. God bless. Good evening. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ganoa, your Married for Life coach. And you are listening to One Flesh for Life. When was the last time one of your children or grandchildren got sick and you, they told you they had a fever and you grabbed your thermometer, if you had one, to check on your child's temperature to see if they really do had a fever? Maybe you did it a couple of months or years ago. Maybe you did it recently. That may have happened once in a while or so. What about the last time you went to see your primary care physician? Every single time you go there, it's part of their routine, the vital signs. The nurse or the practitioner always wants to know if you have a high temperature if it's above a hundred degrees because that means that something is wrong in your body that's what they're looking for they're looking for signs that maybe if you have a fever it could mean many many things so the thermometer is what they usually use to find out these things do you know that there's also a monitor for your one flesh marriage it's called the yameter that's right the yameter it serves the very same purpose as your thermometer for one flesh couples it was named after the founder and property owner of your one flesh marriage aka yahweh aka the producer of your one flesh marriage. In the instructional manual, it tells us that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's found in John 1 verse 14. The word of God became flesh in the form of a baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. You will hear more about this, and many organizations retell this great story every December. And that's who we celebrate this month, the Word. So the Yam Meter is the monitor for your one flesh marriage. It lets you know whether your one flesh marriage is going well or not. If it's low, of course it's not going well. And if it's high, 
the opposite of the thermometer if it's high in this case it's actually pretty good that means everything is going well the best reading you can have for the yam meter is when it's completely high the highest it can go is this and let me tell you where that is found it's found in Isaiah 26 and verse 3. It says, He will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon Him. That's Yahweh, named after the Yah meter. Have you been experiencing fear, this ease in your marriage? Then it's on low. Have you been experiencing emotional turmoil? Do you feel like your marriage is heading towards divorce and you start you starting feeling lonely, feel like you're re- being rejected by your hubby or your wifey? Then that is a low. That is a sign that it is on low, of course. How can you tell when it's on high? When your mind is stayed upon him, Yahweh. When you have complete perfect peace. He came to give us abundant life and everything that pertains to life and godliness. So you don't have to be concerned that your one flesh marriage is going to be on low all the time. Let me give you the secret to keeping it high all the time. It tells us in his word, the instructional manual. First step is you want to activate the yameter. That's the very, very first step. You can't use something if you don't have it in your life. How do you get it? You must activate it. You activate it by accepting the one who became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Yahweh, Jesus Christ. You must accept him in your life. You accept him by asking him to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. When you do that, it's he's now become active inside of your life. He now comes to dwell in your heart. And each time you converse with him, talk to him through prayer, meditation on his word, reading your Bible, you get to learn more about him and he teaches you everything that you need to know concerning your one flesh marriage. He will teach you how to remain happy in Him. He will teach you how to stay focused and loving your husband or your wife. He will teach you everything that you need to know. Just remember that He's your guide. He's the one that will help monitor your progress. And all you have to do 
is exactly what the instructional manual says to do regarding this Yameter. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. That's Yahweh. Isn't that good news? I know it is for me. He's always there to inform you when a problem comes up. For example, if you are depressed as you are listening to this podcast, then of course you'll know that it's low. And if you are experiencing rejection from your hubby or your wife, you may feel unloved today. You may feel like you don't belong in this relationship with your husband or your wife. That's okay. That's what the Yameter is for. It's to let you know where you are. And also to help you get it back up where it needs to be. How do you do that? Just follow what the Yameter says. He lets us know in his word, the instructional manual, that faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. When you keep your mind stayed upon him, he will remind you that he brought you together and he doesn't want you separated from your spouse. And if you listen to him, and talk to him, he will let you know how you can stay as one flesh for life with your spouse. Talk to him. Let him know your concerns. Let him know what's in your heart. That's what he's there for, to monitor and make sure that you have perfect peace in your one flesh marriage. Isn't that great news, guys? I think so. One of his greatest desires is that you be completely fulfilled in your one flesh marriage. How do I know that? Because he tells me in his word, the instructional manual. When you are at peace, you will have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Yes, you will. It will be completely pain-free, completely free of depression and everything else. You want it this way. And that is why he's here. And that's why you want him activated in your life. Do you know how you can keep this temperature high for your one flesh marriage? Don't forget Isaiah 26 verse 3. Keep your mind stayed upon him and he will take it from there. Are you praying in the will of God today? Then your prayers will be answered. That's what he reminds us in his word. So please activate the Yah meter today if you haven't gotten it activated yet. All you have to do is say this short prayer. Lord, I would like you to be Lord and Savior of my life. You came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. I accept you 
as Lord and Savior of my life, and I receive you into my heart. Thank you for being my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you have done this today, I want to congratulate you on taking that very first step towards activating Yahweh in your life so he can help guide you into a life of peace and joy unspeakable and full of glory. Just remember to continue to think on him and he will remind you of what you need to know, what you need to do, where you need to go, and what you need to be saying. Don't leave home without him. What I'm trying to tell you is don't leave home without activating and keeping it activated in your life. That's the Yah meter. I appreciate everybody joining me this week and listening to One Flesh for Life. Oh, yes, John. Yes. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. If your marriage is heading on divorce, the Yamita will let you know as well. Yes, it does help you know and detect if there's a divorce coming your way. That's what he's there for, as a guide to help you understand and know. Thank you so much, John, for bringing that up. All you have to do is talk to him. Who called you together to be one flesh for life? Please don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God brought you two together to be one flesh for life. God bless. Hey everybody, it's me again, Carol Gano, your Married for Life coach. And I just wanted to share with you, in case you are a one flesh couple and you are looking for support, you want support for your one flesh marriage. Maybe you do not have a Christian group or support group that you have found or been able to find to support you in standing for your one flesh marriage. Or you know of someone who could use some support for their one flesh marriage. Please join us. Every Saturday we pray for one flesh couples. And we believe God can turn any situation, any any circumstance around for his glory. If you are in that situation or you know of someone in that situation and you are looking for support, you are looking for support, please feel free to email pauleyourhelper at gmail.com for a detailed list of the requirements and directions how to join our group this is a group of one flesh couples who stand together and pray for each other on a monthly basis and we are believing god for miracles in each of our lives please join us if you can again that's paul your helper p-a-u-l 
Y-O-U-R-H-E-L-P-E-R at gmail.com. And when you do email and let our founder know, you can request to join. Our number is 605-313-6323. And the access is 167136. Please talk to Paul and let him know of your interest in being part of this support group. We'd love to have you. You have a wonderful evening and don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.